How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to 19-Year-Old Shrink. This is Will John Grande. Today's episode is about people losing interest in those that show too much interest in them. I think this is a really interesting idea to explore because I've seen it with my friends and even myself at times. They might be hanging out with someone who they're really interested in at first, and the first week is really good, and then all of a sudden they start losing interest. And when we're talking about it, they're like, they keep asking to hang out. She's double texted me, sometimes triple texted me, asking if we could go get food again. Bro, I don't know what to do. And initially I'm like, you're crazy. Here you have this attractive girl that's showing interest in you. And you have that certainty that she's interested in you. And all of a sudden now you want to distance yourself and pull away. But then I start thinking of my own life and I'm like, don't be a hypocrite because you act the same way. You always hear the idea that you want what you don't have or don't act too desperate. But learning the reasoning behind it was very interesting. So I legit just looked up, why do people lose interest in people that show too much interest? And I found an article by Bustle, interesting name, that explained it really well. It started off by saying that we want those that are unattainable at times. And considering we value our ego as an important part of our persona, we begin looking at those unattainable people as too good, which means that they are, as the article states, just good enough for us. We all have heard things like, Relationships are hard, love is difficult, and our mind begins taking that into account. Again, <laughs> I'm not an expert on all of this, but this is what I've made out of that article. Because we hear those ideas about what love is and see all the movies with the person chasing after someone who's out of their league. We begin thinking that's how it should be. Or the best ones and the most stereotypical ones are where one of them is in a relationship and the other has feelings and chases after them and there's this whole drama attached to it. Another perfect example, a little different because they both liked each other, but Sleepless in Seattle. Tom Hanks' character's wife passes away in it, and he needs to move away from Chicago to start new in Seattle with his son. So during Christmas time, Meg Ryan's character hears him speak reluctantly over the radio about his wife and how much he loved her. And all of a sudden, she begins feeling like he could be the one. Through her sending letters and him seeing those letters, they begin building this attraction, but She's all the way in Baltimore, he's all the way in Seattle. There's this difficulty in their relationship. But I think that's what made it so craving for them, although it was a good story for a movie, but I think that's what made it so craving for them. Because if it were so easy to get together, first of all, there wouldn't be that movie, but second, there wouldn't be as much of that quote unquote magic that they were both talking about when he was talking on the radio. And this doesn't directly relate to the idea of wanting what you don't have, but the whole idea is that we want to make things more of a challenge or more difficult subconsciously. And that's what's being done here. It's really difficult for them to get together, but that's what makes it so attractive. And that's how these two kind of situations are similar. And again, this is only my perspective and what I'm taking away from this article and drawing connections to what we've seen in specific movies. Again, I'm 20 years old and might have a different perspective than someone who might be 50. So take this with a grain of salt, but this is just what I'm taking away from it and hopefully it can help bring light on why this is happening. But let's continue. The main point to stress here is that we enjoy the thrills of not knowing and that's what makes it part of the fun. And another point that the article states is that we look for things that have value in them. When we view someone as unattainable, they seem as though they have more value or more tough to reach. Whereas when someone is eager, always reaching out, we don't see them as, as valuable as the person that's hard to get in touch with. I know, it's crazy. And another point, which was really, really interesting to wrap my head around from the article was this. 
a part of us sometimes feels unworthy of love. People with self-doubt. There's always that insecurity about whether someone's liking us. And when someone shows that they're interested in us, we assume that they aren't as valuable. We almost have this weird feeling of wondering why they're interested in us. Unwarranted affection, as it's put in the article, is more uncomfortable to us than rejection from someone that we are interested in. But the reality is that those are just games. <laughs> My dad even says it about our generation. He's like, you kids are not as upfront as before. No one communicates and everything is a game with hidden meanings that you're supposed to pick up on. And that's just stressful. Why don't you just make it easier on yourself? But if you're someone who has shown too much interest in someone you're interested in and have been rejected because of it and kept you wondering what you did wrong, don't always sweat it. Something that I heard from someone about that feeling is don't always take it personally. And here's an example to prove that idea. So Faith Jenkins, I believe she was a divorce attorney, was on the Lewis Howe show, School of Greatness, and was talking about a time she was rejected. This guy that she always liked and she thought he liked her too, she was looking to ask him to the school event as her date. She finally saw him walking on campus one day, asked the question, and he was like, let me get back to you on that. She felt rejected in that moment, and a couple days later, he thanked her for the invite, but said he couldn't go and hoped that she have a good time. She continued to feel that rejection, but years later, she ran into him in a coffee shop, and he brought up the time he couldn't go to that event. And he said, you know I was really, really into you that time you asked me to that event, but I was embarrassed. And she was curious what he meant, and he said, I was embarrassed because I didn't own a suit and didn't have enough money to buy one. And I thought that you'd judge me because of it. And all of a sudden, her showing too much interest and him rejecting her, it wasn't a true story. It wasn't because of her. It was something personal related to him. Thus, the point here is to understand, if you feel as though, oh, I was overeager and they lost interest in me, don't always attribute it to something directly related to you. Because as you see in this example, it didn't have anything at all to do with faith because he actually really liked her. Now, if you start to lose interest in someone who seems to be showing interest in you, I've been there as well. But ask yourself and try to examine exactly what it is you're turned off by. Maybe you genuinely wanted it to be like a month long thing with no attachments and seemed interested, but then you just realized you weren't at the same place that they were. And that's totally fine. But maybe you were feeling scared, almost like a self-sabotaging nature. I've been there too, where you're like, everything is so perfect. It seems so great. I've had such a good feeling when I'm around them. This is too uncomfortable and they like me. We need to stop this. Because if this is the case, really reflect and think maybe right on the other side of this is the relationship I want and an opportunity to grow. So to summarize, wanting what you don't have and wanting that chase is completely normal. You might get scared off by someone that shows too much interest or might be the one showing too much interest and they do. But when this happens, stop, reflect, and try and understand where you're coming from and why you're feeling the way you do. And if you are the one that is showing that interest and it's not being reciprocated, realize that not everything is personal and when you are receiving more interest than you want to offer, examine that also. But thank you so much for listening, everybody. Hope you took a lot away from this. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to my Instagram page, which is 19-year-old shrink podcast. And my personal page is WJG23. But thank you so much and have a great rest of your day. Take care.